Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey y'all, turn your great idea into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Whether you're showcasing your work online or selling products of any kind, you can do whatever you need to do with your website. They've got gorgeous templates and the ability to customize just about anything you need. But if you get stuck, Squarespace has 24-7 award-winning customer support right there to help you out. So head to squarespace.com slash read to start your free trial. When you're ready to launch your website, use the offer code READ to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. All right, let's move on. Today's show is also being sponsored by Wondery and Universal Music Group. Present Jacked, Rise of the New Jack Sound, hosted by Taraji P. Henson. You can go behind the scenes and into the recording studio with the New Jack Swing Movement's most famous artists as they create groundbreaking songs and forever change American culture. So subscribe to Jacked, Rise of the New Jack Sound on Apple Podcasts now. You can join Wondery Plus and the Wondery app to listen ad-free right now. Wondery, feel the story. Go get you some fun and revelation and music. And let's start the show. Well, niggas and friends and ofes and allyship, Mm -hmm. welcome back to the show. I'm Malcolm Jamal Warner. And I am Simone Biles. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Yes, indeed. As we descend into a new layer of frigid madness, uh, slowly but surely getting there. (laughs) Yep, it's coming. Um... But let's go ahead and jump into some Black excellence this week. It is going to a young woman by the name of Jade D. Kearney. I hope I pronounced her name correctly, sis. She's the creator of She Matters, which is a platform and soon to be an app that is designed for Black women who are struggling with their mental health, Black women who are trying to get a handle on that and need the support of motherfuckers that just get it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um... So Jade said uh, she had a struggle with postpartum and OCD after she had her daughter. And, you know, as many Black people uh, have noticed when trying to find help for their mental health, not a lot of resources with us in mind specifically. And the unique shit that we have to deal with, much less or much more Black women specifically. Um, 
So she said, I realized that our negative cultural stigmas toward mental health blended with maternal medical neglect is a dangerous combination for the mental health of Black mothers. As I began my postpartum mental health journey, I felt it was only right to create a space where Black women could go to. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Go to where they felt supported and safe. So this is what she said to Black Enterprise. And on their so on their Instagram page, it says She Matters was created to help other Black women navigate through their mental wellness journeys through community, resources, and therapists that understand Black culture. Throughout my wellness journey, I felt powerless. And I realized the most important thing I did was take back my power. But first, I had to realize I had it. I hope She Matters can Ooh. help all of you experience your power. And that is from Jade, your CEO and head BIC. You know what I'm saying? Yes. How beautiful. So you can go and get information on all things She Matters at their website, which is shematters.io. You can read about them, get updates on when the app is coming out. They've got a shop there on a blog. Mm -hmm. And you can also follow them on their socials. They got the links to them on their page as well. But their Twitter is She Matters. she matters io and the instagram is she matters.io so go check it out maybe yes. you you know got a spiritual awakening that you didn't even <laughs> know you needed yeah mental health care is important already and only going to get more important so please take care of that amen 
Well, this week, got a couple of pop culture stories to go through. Nothing too big, too serious. (laughs) This segment is called Hot Tops, Queen Sugar. So first of all, (laughs) we're (laughs) going (laughs) to... All right. So... Um, Chicago singer Jeremiah has apparently been hospitalized, uh, dealing with a COVID infection. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had some of his industry peers slash friends make the, uh, the announcement via their socials and asking for prayers for the singer known for hits like Don't Tell Him and, um... We and um, mm. I'm having a brain fart. I genuinely enjoy Jeremiah's music, so I'm not trying to be funny. Birthday sex. Um, yes, birthday sex. Like, I really enjoy the things that he has like written in a lot of his uh, albums. Also, I often think of the time that he allegedly had someone go on stage and perform for him in his place um, and pretend to be him. Uh, And this person was simply wearing a hoodie and somehow everybody knew it wasn't him. (laughs) I think I remember this. So that was, that was like an important moment for the comedy genre. (laughs) So overall, I really enjoyed Jeremiah. This sucks. Um, I heard like, conflicting things in terms of like an update on this because one place i read i think 50 cent was like oh he's doing a little bit better he's responsive now somewhere else i read that he was getting worse i think the official statement is that he's stable but he's got like more work that needs to be done to get him to where he needs to be also jeremiah's 33 years old so yeah just in case, you know, some of the girls still feel like that this is this is only like a crisis for Shady Pines. No, no, it's really out here doing what it wants to, who it wants, when it wants to. So yeah. that's why it's kind of never mind. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> right, important Hopefully for everybody to you know care about the health of the people around you. Yes, it definitely Look, is. <laughs> literally half of this fucking country doesn't even believe this virus is real. You know what I'm saying? Oh like I saw, I saw a clip of a nurse who I don't remember where, but she was being interviewed on like maybe CNN or MC, I don't remember where, and talks about how they had patients in there who were literally, you know, being crushed by the icy grip of COVID. Yeah, and they're like, mm, I think it might be lung cancer, or maybe it's just you know I had a large breakfast. And they're like, girl, we're like professional people. Like, we've <laughs> right. been doing this all fucking year. You have the coronavirus, sweetheart. Mm, no, that just doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Because my president said that that's not real. Like, yeah. so. That is the saddest shit. I read a, um, a Twitter thread by a nurse who said the same thing. That people were like, you know, taunting her and making fun of her for wearing PPE around them because the virus is fake. And it's like, how are you 30 seconds away from being intubated? And still confused about what's going on. Like, I just don't understand how your allegiance to this one random white man has you acting this fucking ignorant. Like, you just really don't believe in science no more. You really think the whole world is coming up with this virus to get Donald Trump? Really? It just, it blows my mind. If you are in the hospital and they are like 
trying to see if they even have a ventilator for you. And you still are here like, mm, nah, girl. Like, at that point, what can be said? Right. Like, you probably would need for the coronavirus to leave your body, take human form, and grab you by both sides of your head and be like, I am going to kill you. Like, I don't yeah. know what else... So and even then they would they would second guess their own eyes like I'm bullshit and I need to take a nap yeah. or I am seeing things like I, they would lie to themselves regardless really so sad right. times I had a leftover quaalude just in case you know <laughs> Trump lost and that's probably uh, what this is it's that's just... probably all this is <laughs> It's hallucinations fucking sad because then they talking shit and like mocking the people who are keeping them alive. I could not do that job. I could. It ain't nothing like in the to. world. Right. Uh-uh. Like, I would literally like just let you die. To. I can't do it. <laughs> You're not going to call me no nigger monkey bed wench and, and have me keep your racist ass alive. That's not happening. So. Much uh, love to um, Jeremiah and hope for a uh, yeah, speedy, speedy recovery, recovery and things of that nature. Full recovery. Uh, um. So... Apparently, there's a petition going around for LeVar Burton to be the new host of Jeopardy, mm-hmm. um, a job that he admitted to being down for a couple months ago on Twitter. Um, of course, this was prior to the passing of Alex Trebek, right. who was the only person I know to have ever hosted Jeopardy. Um and so, yeah, this is a thing that's already received over 87,000 signatures. The girls want them and they want them bad. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, it was just kind of like, Alex Trebek just died. Like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know where Jeopardy is in terms of its seasons or recording. That probably wasn't going to be a major issue anyway with COVID. So it just felt kind of weird to me to like four or five days later be like, so about LeVar Burton being the new host of the show. Like, have they even had a service for that man yet? I'm ne- I'm down. Yeah. I'm down for LeVar Burton being the host of Je- Jeopardy. I think it'd be cool. Him or any one of our mom and dad's beloved uh, black um, <laughs> celebrities. Because keep it like, besides people our parents' age, who the fuck else is watching Jeopardy? Right. And like, like hardcore stand standing that know, like Jeopardy, yeah, everything no. and just like to feel smarter than the people on the show and continue to tell themselves that they would absolutely win Jeopardy if ever they were on it. And even those people have to be like punching right. a solid 37. <laughs> Like so, exactly. I don't know what the TikTok generation is doing, but I don't think they're watching Jeopardy. They might, but mm. yeah, I just don't think so. Um, I guess when I first heard the news, I just assumed Jeopardy was gonna be canceled. You know, they said like his last <laughs> episode was airing on Christmas or sometime around Christmas, and so I didn't even really think about somebody else coming in to host it until I started so seeing that go around, but. You know, I think if they're going to keep it around, then LeVar Burton is as good a choice to host it as anybody. So, yes. I mean, I try to think of someone else. Please do. To mind yeah. I can't think of so. anybody better suited for the job. So, yes. Fucking do that. You know, I, again, I'm fine with that. I think it's a very adorable idea. LeVar Burton's great. Um, I just thought it was kind of weird. It kind of reminds me, like, how after Chadwick Boseman died, 
nerds were immediately having this conversation oh, yeah. of who's going to be Black Panther, what are we going to do about the film, blah, blah, blah. Like, calm like, down. <laughs> you know that this fake character played by a real person that like has family that yeah. love him and like actually passed. Like, right. So True. maybe kind of get over yourself for just taste. Yeah. Just taste. People don't do that though. They really don't. They kind of just yeah. let their fandom take over their good sense. <laughs> and hell, some of y'all just discovered the magic and majesty of Black Panther and his crew. Oh yeah. Jeopardy old as Methuselah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like calm down like yeah that, man. Like, it's me rest so but yeah whatever y'all do you know we'll, we shall see i'll be watching that last episode i know i might even shed a tear for oh, that yeah, part I'm of my childhood yeah I, I think i might well on warmer news um sierra and russell wilson are going into further business together they're about to launch a couple's fragrance this is fun. <laughs> so like what a what a journey Sierra's been on. <laughs> Talk about trajectory yeah. and just hitting the distance. <laughs> a couple fragrance. Okay, so first of all, I'm sure that this is not the first of its kind. I don't know that I've known anything about a couple's fragrance before, but there must be many of them. Yeah, must I yeah, I can't name one, but I feel like this has happened. Um, well, R&C fragrance. Straight to the point. R&C. Oh, okay. R-N-C. Gotcha. <laughs> Even though somebody in the boardroom should have been like, guys, just so you're aware. Let right. me say it real fast. It kind of sounds, sounds like, like Republican National Convention. But oh, yeah, you does. know what? <laughs> That's R&C is hitting the shelf soon. <laughs> That's why on the box... It literally says R and C, but the and symbol is like three times the size. Of they the want to make sure you know, <laughs> girl. Initials catch up. I got um, it. I'm with you now. Oh, it looks like it launches today, girls. Oh, November seventeenth. Okay. Sierra tweeted, "RNC fragrance. We put a lot of love into this process. Can't wait for you guys to have it." Um. She said also, this was something I can say made us smile. It gave us something to laugh about. (laughs) (laughs) Several date nights all around fragrance. What? (laughs) I love that. First of all, if I like, if I were to ever be married to a man Mm. um, and had a fragrance, I would want the bottle to look like this because it kind of looks like entwined dicks. But I'm sure that wasn't the, the concept. Um, now I have to find it. Sierra's perfume side of the fragrance will feature scents of pink peppercorn, <gasps> peony, and sandalwood. <laughs> while Russell Wilson's side of the scent combines black tea, lavender, and musk. Oh, wow. I hate the word musk i hate it so much like the way that people i guess feel about the word moist Mm -hmm. which doesn't bother me whatsoever i believe that that's how i feel about the word musk and maybe because it sounds similar to must right but which is too close to musty right but i don't think that's what it is you have a visceral reaction to the word must 
No. Or must. I don't. <laughs> yes. I hate that word. That's interesting. And I didn't even know what the fuck it was. I looked it up today. And apparently it's like some secretion that comes from a deer's bussy. <laughs> I had to like. No, I had no idea. I thought it was yeah, just an adjective. Some, oh, no. Some pheromone that oh, comes. Oh, my God. <laughs> out of a deer. Okay. Some special hidden place. <laughs> Well, maybe that's why you don't like the word. Maybe a part of you always knew that. Just something wasn't right about it. Yeah. Wow. Anyways. It it literally is like male deer jizz. It's something that they release. Something to that effect. All right. You learn something new every damn day. Okay. Well, you know, um, Sierra and Russell are a great example of... um, cute coupleness and they both look like they smell good all of the time that's true. so what else they do to release but a fragrance like i'm sure it actually will smell quite lovely yeah i don't know about all those scents mixed together because it seems to me like there's only one button right so you have to get both of them at the same time i'm gonna tell you i recognize black tea and lavender i don't know what the fuck the rest of this shit is. i think <laughs> peppercorn that's not a seasoning <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I guess it could smell kind of spicy, but I don't know the difference between like how a pink peppercorn smells versus any other kind of peppercorn. So maybe I'm not classy enough for this, but you know, I just love that she talked about it. Like, like they had decided to watch something on Netflix or Hulu. Like this was just so fun. Which they probably did. (laughs) It was just a cute night and we laughed and talked and it's just like. Yes, I'm sure they ma'am. put their six children to bed and then just popped on whatever was on Netflix and what somehow they were like, let's just, you know. And they're putting together puzzles with all of their kids mm-hmm. and somehow it just fell on them. Well, you can get the um the fragrance at R and C fragrance.com. That is R A and D. Again, <laughs> no confusion necessary. Um $90 a bottle. Oh. A portion of the sales will apparently be benefiting the Why Not You Foundation, which is a nonprofit for um, fighting poverty, children's health. Uh, it's for education and uh, youth empowerment. So you can smell good okay. and yeah. participate in the cause. Yeah, especially if you're looking at it as a gift, you can kind of, you know, feel good about spending your money mm. somewhere. So. Good, good for Absolutely. them. That will be fun. It's quite lovely. <laughs> um, Tyga is apparently being sued for unpaid rent again. Um, oh no, we've been down this road. Story goes that Tyga, I just bit my tongue and I hate everything about life right now. I'm sorry. I know it hurt. I... <laughs> So, story goes that he uh, was staying in a a mansion in Bel Air, and the Funky Prince of was apparently only there for one year before (laughs) he vacated the premises, um, and he's doing his porn thing wherever now. Gotcha. Um, The landlord says that um, the place was left with... Countless damages, including um, destruction to the white oak floors in the kitchen, uh, marble flooring oh encounters that were damaged, um, walls that were destroyed with murals and wallpaper, um, and again, rent that was unpaid. So apparently they're suing him for breach of contract 
and they would like over two hundred thousand dollars in damages. Oh my god! Not not ruined by murals. That is funny as fuck. (laughs) These niggas came in here and doodled on our walls, and how dare you? Probably invited some graffiti artist from. Oh, they definitely did. They definitely did. (laughs) Lace it up and make it look real Instagram hype beast ish. And maybe that was against the rules. I don't know. It might have been. So, um, when I initially read read this, I was really confused because I know that Tyga is apparently balls deep in some porn stars on on OnlyFans. Oh and, wow! Um, of the celebrities with OnlyFans pages, he's one of the few that I've heard is actually showing full frontal. Wow. So Tiger's really doing porn. Okay. You would have like somebody's rant, you know? (laughs) Well, according to Tiger's side of things or whoever represents him, um, all of this is cap, as the children say. (laughs) Okay. Um there was a document obtained exclusively by the shade room. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. So it says right here, TSR exclusive. <laughs> and um, this is a letter from the alleged landlord. Oh, no. That's basically a letter of recommendation for Tyga, real name Michael Stevenson. I don't know why I was surprised that his name was so normal. Yeah. Like, you know, I was expecting a Daystar Nevadius yeah. or Algernot or Something whatever. jazzy. Um, but yeah, they basically said that the doll was ever polite. It says Mr. <laughs> Stevenson is very clean, organized, private, quiet, busy, and respectful. He currently resides at the above address, and due to the fact that we have sold this home and is now looking for another home, the compound is in great condition, if not better, than when he moved in. During his lease, I never once heard a complaint about him from neighbors, nor did I have to issue any warnings or had any issues with him. So... If huh. all this is true, then whatever the story is about Tyga not having paid his rent and having destroyed these people's property would be false. Unless, you know, they hadn't gone through the place with a blacklight until just recently. <laughs> right. No news on that. I mean, I guess who would wanna who would wanna set Tyga up to be made fun of, I guess, is my my main question here. Like who would have who would have even put this this plan into motion? Who would have made it to where we even saw this this fake, you know, lawsuit or whatever? Well, it says here, Tyga believes that the landlord is trying to receive more money from him since a potential buyer for the home backed out during the process. Oh, that's messy. (laughs) Could be true. Again, this was a story that uh, Tyga was dealing with for a separate home. A Beverly Hills mansion in 2018, where he was sued for failure of a forty dollar a month rent on that house. Hey, Tyga, forty? What? <laughs> How? Buy a house, bro. Like, or maybe I don't know. No, forty dollars a month. No, I, I now I really have questions because how did I say forty dollars? I thought I said forty thousand. Okay, no, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, now what kind of section eight illegal ass hookup does this nigga have going on? But yeah, you know, like you said, if you if you showing like full dick on OnlyFans, 
then I'm going to expect that you bringing in more than enough money to take care of whatever your expenses may be. So, And I mean, you're one of the celebrities that is taking advantage of the fact that you already have celebrity to boost your numbers and get you a solid check, even right. if you don't post anything. And even if it's only active for one month and you're showing dick and balls, like I just don't understand. You know what I'm right. saying? You're not like one of the numerous sex workers that actually gave you this lick in the first place who've had to build their dick from the ground up. Right. So, Because most of the just rest of this- them are just like selling behind the scenes footage and stuff. Like they're not actually busting ass wide open. So yeah, I'm going to need to see the, the pictures and the videos from this here alleged, you know, destroyed marble and shit before I believe it. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck to um, mm-hmm. everyone involved. Yes. Tiger and his many porn star friends. To his children. <laughs> he posted a tweet that said, they said I can't pay my rent. Guess I'll just st- sleep outside. And then he was surrounded by like five sets of titties. So oh, Tiger's fine. <laughs> don't, don't waste no prayers. Uh, speaking of OnlyFans... Uh, Tiger's very good friend Chris Brown is apparently one of the latest celebrities to join the platform. Oh, please. He shared the link to his OnlyFans page on Twitter. Uh, November 11th would have been Wednesday of last week. Yes. So, um, yeah, OnlyFans.com slash Chris Brown official. Uh, one fan responded to the link tweet. Uh, asking, so you showing dick on there or are you finna be painting and shit? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Which he uh, apparently retweeted or reposted um, at Sag with like four underscores. Thanks for asking the questions. You were doing, you know, the people's work. Everybody probably wanted to know that. Not sure if anyone actually got an answer to it. But yeah, you can go ahead and get scanned by Chris Brown also if you're looking for some um, OnlyFans activity from the famous girls. Um, also, if you just want to know what Chris Brown's dick like, you can just look for it. It's not hard to find. Oh, well, there is that. But no, I have a feeling this is just going to be his extra TikToks and shit. That nigga is yeah. not really finna be dicking nobody down on OnlyFans. That's what I'm saying. Most of the celebrities are doing exactly that. Right. They're just starting an OnlyFans because people will assume, for whatever reason, that they might post like nudes and things of that nature on there. And then you sign up for it and it's just their second Instagram. <laughs> and some of y'all are happy to spend $20 a month on their second Instagram. So I mean, if you are, that's yeah, fine. There's something go wrong for with it. it. Like, but just know, yeah, you're not getting no, no dick or no puss or no buzz, none of it. I mean, I don't really know the whole story of OnlyFans uh, or the the origins of it. I do believe that it was like something that a lot of in, indie artists were using in the beginning. Yeah, almost like a like a private fan club or whatever the fuck. And after a while, it was like, you know, how about some dick and ass too? And so, yeah, I think so. You know, but that doesn't mean that because you have an OnlyFans page that that's what you're doing. Still, you know, and even people who do, you know, post racy stuff or sexy stuff on there, not all of them are posting like explicitly sexy stuff or nude stuff or whatever the fuck. So don't be up on here giving these niggas $20 that they damn sure don't need and think that you're about to see, <laughs> you know, their taint. That's likely <laughs> not going to happen. Right. Just adjust your expectations. Understand that, you know, they're not doing it for what most of the other users are doing it for. I love that she was like, you finna be on there painting and shit because I can fully see Chris Brown like, (laughs) 
on OnlyFans, <laughs> like painting a giant mural in one of his fucking bedrooms of like Vegeta and Goku turning into like. <laughs> Yes. Turning it to God only knows what Gucci Man and Waka Flocka or some did. Like, Somebody done traced that. it and he just coloring it in like a paint by numbers. Absolutely. Yep. Um, well, there's some information for all of the uh, Chris Brown fans who are out there who aren't satisfied with his seven Soul Train Award nominations or his upcoming album Breezy. If you wanted some OnlyFans activity as well, there you go. Wow, um, I did not know he although, had an album coming out. When does Chris Brown not have an album coming out? <laughs> you know what? You're right, but goddamn. Chris Brown always has a song out. Chris Brown always has a fucking album out. And the albums are always as long as Old Testament. I don't have the attention span for this, Christopher. I can't uh, do it. I'm not going to listen to 45 songs. I won't. Okay. This, so, says, this says the fans are guessing that it's going to come out on the 20th because that's his son's birthday. Oh. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, <laughs> we shall see. All right. I mean, I actually looked up that information before and couldn't find it. I stopped caring probably before I could have actually found the answer. But thanks. That's a good. I mean, we'll fan see. Theory. That could also just be some bullshit that Google spat at me. So, but yeah, either way, I'm probably not gonna listen. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. Um, <laughs> I'll wait for anything uh, that may link to leak because they will if anything happens. Mm-hmm. Um, last but not least, Megan Thee Stallion is on the cover of GQ as rapper of the year for 2020. She looks great. Yes. Um, she apparently also um, talks about this Tory Lanez thing again in which she mentions that he offered money to Megan and her friend to shut the fuck up about the whole thing and act like none of it ever happened. <sighs> Something to which Daystar and his his side of the street vehemently <laughs> denies. Oh, and, Jesus um, Christ. You know, here we are. Yet and still spinning on an axis. I'm so tired of this fucking story. I don't know what to do. Um, yeah, are we not? Are we not sending him to prison? What's the hold up here? Like, what's? I don't know. What's I don't, going on? I was just like, I don't know what the status on the case that he was arrested for or charged. Yeah, I don't even know what that's giving. I, I, I literally have no idea. But I just. I'm I'm exhausted with this story. I don't want to hear anything else. Like, unless it is here are the facts that we've landed on. And, you know, Tory Lanez has to go back to Brampton or go to jail. Right. Fuck it is. Like, I just whatever. Yeah. Because the details never get me to change the way I feel about either one of them. Like the details just continue to make me feel like Tory Lanez is a terrible person who needs to not be around the rest of us. So really, I don't want to hear nothing else in, unless it's, you know, we put that nigga on the first thing smoking back to Canada and that was it. Or, you know, he's being checked into an institution. So, I mean, I want Megan to do whatever she feels is necessary to to heal from her shit, but it ain't, I don't feel, the way I feel about Tory Lanez is not finna change, Period. 
Well, according to wrap up, Megan's good friends, Beyonce and Jay-Z have both advised her to just live her fucking life. And um, that is what she's doing. Her album, Good News, drops November 20th, which I believe is Friday. Oh, yeah. And it's her debut album, which is like still so weird to me today because rappers put out like eight projects mm-hmm. and then they're like this is my debut album i'm like nigga i have 500 of your songs <laughs> right. like all them lps and eps and mixtapes none of that counts i still don't understand what specifically determines the difference between okay this was a mixtape and this is an album like i'm sure that there is fine print shit as far as label and all of that stuff goes but i don't know what is supposed to right. make this different I honestly feel like it's clearances for lyrics or beats, one or the other. I think so. I don't think it's anything that isn't like a legal definition. But regardless, Megan is putting this shit out. I saw the um, pictures from the photo shoot. Looks incredible, like always. So I will be ready for it. I like the how she's like, you know, giving you a nude illusion or whatever behind this newspaper on the cover. Something about that just gave me like Kim Trina Foxy Brown. <laughs> like okay. I don't know why. Like, uh, yeah, I could something see it. about the like it's about that like sexy, subtle, winky wink kind of vibe on the cover just gave me like nineties, early two thousands rap artist. Yeah. And I liked it. Yeah, no, it looks good and I like how the background is like you know, little fake newspaper clippings or whatever about, you know, the shit she's gone through, the things she's been in the headlines most for. So I am anticipating it. I will be, uh, you know, any, any old and any up and ready to hear it. Didn't Rihanna do a shoot just like this once? She, I think you're thinking of, was it unapologetic where it looked like newspaper print? Or maybe it was one of her music videos. Or maybe Cardi did. This is not like an uncommon. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now that you mention it. Yeah, I think a a lot of the girls have done this before. But yeah, I enjoy Megan's flow. I enjoy the way she raps. So, yep. And and always, I'm just here for for Black woman dominance. So. Um. That's about it for this week's um, hot topics. Before we move on, though, I wanted to um, introduce you guys to a new segment here um, called Fury's Sports Shorts, where I'm going to talk to you guys about the latest in sports and all of the things that happen therein (laughs) for your information, but just in a short way. So, (laughs) I... Obviously, I'm everyone's favorite sports catcher, and I know everything about all of the sports. So with that said, I felt like today was important for you guys to get some of the latest NBA news. Uh. That's the National Basketball Association here in America. So hot off the presses, Chris Paul is apparently being traded from the Oklahoma City Thunder to the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul... um, was um the guard or a guard for the team that he played for, which is incredibly crucial in basketball because you have to stay protected and guarded and 
You can never have too many. You know, you got to guard to the east and guard to the west and guard for the team that's really the best. So, and, and the Suns desperately needed that. So they have traded, um, OKC has traded Chris Paul and Ab- Abdul Nader, who is a forward. He's a basketball playing forward, which basically means that he's not in the back, but more so in the in foreground the of the fore- experience. That's right. That is right. Because you can't win if you're not moving where forward. Keep up, guys. So that is what they're doing. In return, the Phoenix have given the OKC uh, Thunders um, like seven niggas, like like eighteen niggas at once. Um, oh my including god! Ty Jerome, which sounds like a fake name, and Ricky Rubio, who is apparently not a governor. Um. Oh my god. Reactions have been mixed upon fans <laughs> of basketball like myself. But this is sure to be an interesting um turn of events in the realm of ball playing. So back to you, Crystal. That's been it for this week's um sports shorts. Uh-huh. Remember that you um can stay abreast of mm-hmm. these things by simply asking me um, for information about okay. anything that's going on well, or okay. Googling it. I'm, I'm so glad that you said I could ask you because I was just wondering, um, mm-hmm. and I'll consult your professional opinion, how do you think that this trade will affect the Suns um, overall in, in the conference this year? Honestly, it's um it might be too early to tell. It's kind of anything could be up in the air. Uh first thing to consider is that um Phoenix is a place that is in Arizona <laughs> where it is sometimes quite dry, which could affect any player's um Oh my god. Any players, you know, like hydration, which therein affects uh, muscle stability, tact, um, okay, and things of that nature. Also, COVID, COVID, lots of the basketball players doing butt naked ho shit in the club. So that could be something to consider as well. But Chris Paul, you know, having a player like Chris Paul on your team from the Thunder is really like a game changer. He's um, one of the names that people who have heard of basketball recognize. (laughs) Um, He's in all of the games. Okay. (laughs) And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, he's a point guard. Mm -hmm. So that's really important. And... Okay. And right. yeah, I did two-time yeah. Olympic gold medalist. So really a superstar altogether. And I feel like that's probably something that will make a huge difference. Also, again, they're getting Nader, Egyptian-American. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. 
The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Um, you know, mm-hmm. King. So, in what area of the court do you think the Suns need the most improvement? Um, probably like like upper right, <laughs> but. <laughs> Sometimes the left squadron, sometimes the left squadron is a little um, weak, could use some work. Right, but right, right. I, I honestly believe that they have what it takes to pull through for the conference. Okay. <laughs> Their conference being the, um, what's it called? Which conference are they in? The game. The game conference. The basketball the conference. The basketball conference. The the West Conference. <laughs> and that is actually close enough. Thank you so much for your expertise, friend. I you cleared up you day. cleared up a lot of things for me. So yeah. This is what I do. Yeah. yeah. A public service, really, what you're doing for us. Of course. Thank you so no much. Problem. Yeah. For the people. Well, that's it for this week's sports shorts and hot talks. <laughs> and we'll take a break and then we'll come back. Hey guys, this episode is being brought to you by eBay Sneakers. You can find the exact sneakers you're looking for on eBay.com and be confident that you have got a real pair and not some janky bootleg stuff because they've all been authenticated, which is a process that you do not want anyone skipping over, especially if you're a real and true sneakerhead because nobody wants to be that girl that's getting flamed rather on some fake sneakers mm-hmm. or ridiculous sneakers. With the eBay authenticity guarantee, there are no fakes, no fraud, no doubt. Professional authenticators verify dozens of inspection points. They check the box, the laces, the stitching, the soles. All of this stuff should keep your eyes on. And even maybe some stuff you didn't know you're supposed to keep your eyes on. Verified sneakers receive an eBay authenticity guarantee tag. And you can scan the NFC enable tag to get details on your sneakers. Authenticated sneakers also make it easy to resell them down the line. And eBay has a wide selection of vintage and new sneakers. And for someone like myself, you know, personally, I like to A, do my online thing, mm-hmm. and B, mm-hmm. know that I'm not being um, set up. Yes. So, Amen. Don't we all? As much as I love sneakers and, you know, being cute in them, it is warm and securing to know that eBay will make sure I'm taken care of. The authenticity guarantee makes it even better. Just shop at eBay.com. So go get some new fun things for your feet. And let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back. It's time now for listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. First, I wanted to give a shout out to Mocha Books Bookstore in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's an independent Black-owned. I believe it is the only Black-owned bookstore in Tulsa. So if you're in the Tulsa area and looking for gifts and books and things of that nature, check out readwithmochabooks.com. Set up an appointment to come shop in store. 
bookstore. And yes, support a black lady bringing books and things to us. We also got a letter from Isaiah, who was listening to the podcast last week. Remember we were reading the Audible reviews about Blue and her her literary breakthrough? We read hers. <laughs> yes, Isaiah said yeah. we read hers and she fell out in laughter and shock, but that she meant absolutely every word. And congrats again to Miss Carter. So... Uh yeah, congrats to Isaiah and uh just in case somebody thought that those weren't real. Those are very very real <laughs> every time. Yeah. Okay, our first letter this week comes from Nessa. Nessa says, when I was 5 months pregnant, my husband Bob called the police on me and I had to spend a night in jail. What? Our son is almost a year and a half old now, so I'm not writing in to ask if I should divorce his ass because we are celebrating our fifth anniversary in a few months. I'm writing in, I'm writing in hopes to gain some perspective outside of my family and friends. That night went something like this. Bob would sleep upstairs in our, in our bedroom, resting before his night shift, and I was downstairs pissed off about something. I don't remember what because I was pregnant and hormonal. Whatever I was upset about, I texted him because I wasn't going to walk the flight of stairs to cuss him out in his face. And Bob took too long to respond, which, again, in hindsight, I now know that this was unreasonable because he was asleep. But anyway, <laughs> I took the hike upstairs, shook him out of his sleep and proceeded to go off. It is likely that I poked him upside the head a few times, to which he responded by pinning me on my back on the bed while yelling at him. I scratched his arms to get loose, and during this time, our three dogs hopped on the bed and scratched his back and face when he turned around. While I had work dog <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> While I had a few scratches from the dogs as well, it was nowhere near as bad as his. As he tried to get ready for work, I continued to follow him around and going off. Not making any physical contact, but definitely cussing him out. He told me to stop following him before I made him late for work or he was going to call the police. And I said, if he calls the police, he will be late for work anyway. So I'm going to keep going off until I'm satisfied. <laughs> so, yeah, Bob called the police and tells them that I scratched him up, which is partially true. Two white cops came out and they explained that because Bob's scratches were visible, they had to charge me and take me into the station. I told them that the dog scratched him, but they put me in the back seat anyway. I later learned that Bob told the officers he didn't want to press charges, but in our state, it didn't matter because he had already called it in. Okay. The next day, Bob bailed wow. me out <laughs> and I was seething. I missed a day of work when I was trying to save my days for maternity leave. I had to sleep in a cell on a hard ass, cold ass bed. And my husband, who, by the way, is white. <laughs> Claims to understand. <sighs> and and so, yes, mad that her white husband, who claims to understand the life ending possibility of a black person's encounter with police, called the police on his black pregnant wife. He said that he felt justified in calling them because in the moment he didn't think he had any other choices and that I wasn't going to let him leave without hitting him again or damaging his car. I tried to understand that because if the roles were reversed, I think most people would agree with his line of action. From my point of view, I didn't think this 6'1", 230-pound man really thought that he was in danger from a 29-year-old pregnant 5'5 woman. And the more I thought about it, the more pissed off I got thinking about how he had no regard for my life or that of his unborn son when he called the police on my black ass. 
I've admitted to him, family and friends that I 100% do not believe I had the right to put my hands on him. However, I still don't believe he should have called the police on me. He will not concede to this even slightly and insists that all of this could have easily went sideways and there was no other line of action that could have been taken. <sighs> okay. He thinks my family and friends are just taking my side because I'm persuasive and went on to say that he wanted to go to <laughs> and went on to say <laughs> that he wanted to go to counseling and get a neutral perspective, which I declined. I'm a therapist and the last time we went to couples therapy, the therapist said everything that I told She's him to a do. Therapist too. That's what she says. <laughs> Now, I don't think I'm above therapy and I used to go solo before I got pregnant. But when it came to my relationship, I tried everything I knew from school and my experience to improve it. It took another person to say the same shit I did for him to consider changing. I say all that to say I wasn't really up for paying somebody again to say the, to say the same shit I said this time. No, I definitely should not have put my hands on him, but I feel like he needs to acknowledge all that comes with unpacking my feelings about the racial dynamics that he thinks he's aware of between black people and the police. Do y'all think I'm wrong for still being hung up on him calling the cops on me and all that that entails? Or should I just get over it? Because any level of domestic violence is inexcusable, regardless of the dynamics. Thanks, Nessa. Woo, Chile. Yeah. And then she put in the PS that um, the case is probably just going to be dismissed because he already signed documents saying that he didn't want to tra- press charges. But they still yeah, have to wait for right. a court date. Right. It's not... <laughs> Um, well, uh, I, okay. I don't think that I can say that he shouldn't have called the police, but I can definitely say I wouldn't have called the police if it were me. (laughs) However, I am, as they say, Mm Afro-American. And so... All of the things that you just mentioned in your letter, I would have considered and probably (laughs) would have been the reason for me to not call the police in that situation, especially because I'm also, even as someone who doesn't breed, aware of the fact that women, when pregnant, have all kinds of stuff that's going on with their chemicals and hormones and, and everything else to where... You know what I'm saying? You could smell gas from a car in a different county and like (laughs) you want to eat stuff that's not food. And, you know, like someone says hello to you and it breaks your heart. Like you're going through all kinds of stuff because you're growing a literal living human being inside of your fucking body. So, you know, we would have been going off you know, yelling and screaming or whatever, since that's, you know, what type of time you were on. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I would have called the police on you. Again, me. You (laughs) being married to this white man, I guess it's not, uh, it's not shocking to me that, you know, call the police was (laughs) one of the first things to think of in a moment of like crisis or physical, whatever. Um, I do think it is, or it would again be, concerning for me if I were in your shoes and he wasn't even able to understand what I was saying in terms of the racial dynamic of it because I don't know that I necessarily you're admitting that you shouldn't have hit him you shouldn't have put your hands on him it shouldn't have gotten to that point yada yada so that's been established I don't know if she mentioned apologizing for it or whatever but again that's not necessarily relevant but 
I think that I would still be bothered with the fact that he can't even be like, I understand where you're coming from in terms of having me put you in the situation that you were in and having to deal with the police and sleep in a fucking jail cell while you five months pregnant. Like, like, mm, Mm -hmm. I feel like this could have and probably should have been a situation where y'all could have met in the middle and been like, I see where you're coming from. I'm going to do better. And I see where you're coming from and I'm going to do better. And the fact that that didn't happen, I understand why it's like concerning for you or frustrating for you. I just don't know what to do about it if you're not trying to go and talk to somebody about it or talk again or whatever. Because I don't know that that's something I would just be able to like let go or just bury in the back of my, I feel like it would just lead to me resenting you and then wanting to argue with you or fight about whatever the fuck. Like I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be um, opposed to y'all going back to therapy because even though you claim to be a therapist, um, I don't think that means you should be y'all's therapist. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so, so even if you do have to pay another therapist to say the same thing, you would say, you know, at least that person is acting as the therapist and not the therapist and the wife in the situation. So right. I think if he's willing to go to therapy, you should do that. But also, I don't think that therapy is going to teach him the gravity of what it meant to call the police on his pregnant <coughs> black wife. Like that could have went so fucking left. Yeah, but I think that it can provide him with like, the tools it should be able to provide him with the tools necessary for in a situation like that to be like okay this is what my default uh response would be but let me actually take a step back here for a second and analyze how these things could affect you know my black wife and child's mother you know um because it's a lot of people, a lot of white people, whether you're in relationship with them, friends, work or whatever, that just don't get it as loud and long as black people have said a lot of the things we say. There's still some white people where it just does not compute. And that's incredibly frustrating, especially if you share a fucking bed with them, I'm sure. But so, yeah, I agree that it's like not likely that a therapist is going to get him to like understand mm. fully where you're coming from or what that feels like. Cause he's not going to, he's white, <laughs> you know? So you're not going to fully get it unless you have been in it or you are black. You know what I mean? So. Right. I don't know. I think I would just, other than that, I would rather work with a white boy who like immediately understood how fucked up that was of him. As opposed to one who's like, well, I don't understand because you were going to stand in my way if I try to go to work. It's like, yes, you were doing the most. You absolutely were. You sound very, very irritating in this letter. <laughs> but I I didn't hear anything that was worth calling the police. And you would think if anybody understood that it would be your husband. And if it, regardless of his race, he needs to understand what he put his wife at risk at. So like if you said, maybe he will learn that, like learn that level of empathy or some sort of tools that will help him to see that he doesn't really understand where you coming from here. But other than that, you know, if he doesn't, if it's like, you know, six months down the line, he's still saying, well, I don't see nothing wrong with calling the police. Then you got to decide how much you want to hold on to this white boy. Cause some of the things y'all be asking for help with when it concerns white people, I'm just confused. Like, you're not, this is just, 
Does he does he watch the news? Does he know how police do black people? Like this just just this is something that he should already be able to understand. So physical altercations are incredibly complicated when you come out the other side of it. And they exist on incredibly thin, tiny threads that are meant to hold like drastic shit back. So in a situation like the one that y'all are in, it doesn't surprise me, shock me that this white boy was like, I don't know what to do to get out of this situation or to get it to stop or whatever. I'm going to call the police. Because again, that's what they do. And I also don't, it doesn't surprise me that he wasn't immediately like, I get where you're coming from. You know, that he may have needed like flashcards or schoolhouse rock or something to get him to understand like, the layers of mm. all of the racist shit. But if you can't at least get him to a place where he can start to realize when and how to think differently, then yeah, it's probably not going to be worth it because you clearly a black person who gives a fuck about being black. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to run into a similar issue again at some point, probably, or you'll probably raise a kid to think differently about the police, a black kid at that. It's, mm, it's, mm. <laughs> right. Do you really want to have to counteract the things this white man right, might randomly say or do? Like, that's your decision. So, yeah, I, you just need to be understanding on both sides. If you can't have that, it's just going to be a problem regardless. All right. Good luck to y'all. Our next question comes from Brian, who says, my boyfriend and I have been dating for about nine months. And a few weeks ago, it occurred to me that with Christmas around the corner, I should probably start looking for a gift for him. I then started to panic because I wasn't sure what size gift was appropriate. Christmas should be about Jesus, but it has a lot centered around gift giving. So (laughs) with that in mind, I was prepared to spend a piece of change on my man. This idea was further solidified when he started to hint at gifts he wanted like Yeezys and jewelry. My boyfriend and I are both successful black men earning well into the six figures each. So I was taking notes and getting excited. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. But I was getting excited because if he's expecting gifts like that, who knows what he's going to get me, right? So the other day when having a conversation about our holiday plans, I joked and said, whose house am I going to open my 30 gift set? And he replied, well, let's get this out the way now, because I was only expecting you to get one thing that wasn't that expensive. And I'm not spending a lot of money this year. After seeing the puzzled look on my face, he asked what I was expecting. And I said, whatever you feel like I deserve. And we left it at that. So now I'm conflicted. He was upfront with me about pretty much not going to get me shit. But then I'm like, why are you asking for all this expensive shit then? On the other hand, I'm like, damn, nigga, you got hella money and you don't buy me nothing. The least you can do is spread the love during a gift giving holiday and our first one together at that. Don't get me wrong. I got my own bag and I don't want for anything. But do y'all think I should say something or am I tripping? And should I just let this good man get me whatever he's going to get me? Thanks, Brian. Child, um, I honestly think that you should just buy this nigga whatever it is that you want to buy this nigga and let the chips fall where they fucking may. If he has made it clear that he's getting you something from Walgreens, then girl, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Unless you, unless a big part of your fucking Christmas joy will be giving this nigga whatever gift it is that he specifically wants, no matter the price, then just, you know, 
meet him on the same price point. Yeah. I don't see why, why not. Because again, like some people love to get people exactly what they want, even if it's expensive, especially in a relationship. So like, again, if that's something that would be pleasing to you, satisfying to you, then fucking do it. But don't ever do it with the expectation that you're going to get something of the same value in return. Because at that point, nigga, y'all might as well just go half on a Postmates and bring in the sheer ho, ho, ho. Leave it right at that. Because <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why. You Obviously, you will feel a way if you buy this nigga some Yeezys or jewelry or whatever expensive shit that he you asked for. And he gets you like something from ass seen on TV. Right. So... One of them imposter designer colognes or some shit. You're going to have a big, big attitude. Or see if you can find a fucking gift that really isn't about the price and more has like sentimental attachment to it. Something that you make. Something that you donate in his name. Something. I don't know. You know, like one of those like hipster ass thoughtful gifts that you will see on Tumblr or something. Whatever. Right. Like a a picture of y'all or a a ornament or some shit. You could do something like that. Mosaic art piece (laughs) of both of your ass cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could. You could get like a a ass print, a ass mold done or other. Get the RNC fragrance. (laughs) RNC Uh, yeah, um, I would say... And if it's your... Fr- I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, I was just going to say, if he's if he asked what you were expecting, I feel like you missed an opportunity to be like, I was expecting a nice gift from my man for Christmas. Like, I feel like you were kind of passive aggressive with this whatever you feel I deserve because... Mm-hmm. That is kind of like, eh, like, what do you mean? Whatever I feel you deserve. Like, just because I don't spend a lot of money doesn't mean that I don't believe you deserve something else. I think you haven't made it clear. Like you said, he's been talking about the things he wants. Whatever Yeezys look like these days and whatever jewelry niggas are getting. And I don't think you've done the same. It seems like perhaps you have not been dropping hints about what you would like either. But when... When a nigga straight up asked, then you could be like, well, honestly, nigga, you rich, I'm rich. I thought we was going to get each other a rich fucking gift and and just, you know, see where the conversation goes from there. But it's nothing wrong with being like, okay, let's spend, you know, no more than $30 each and let that be that. Right. Like, that's also literally an incredibly common thing that people do is put limits on spending when they go out and buy gifts. I don't know that. I don't know how many people in relationships do it, but it's not something that's unheard of. So that's also something that y'all could do. Be like, all right, let's not spend more than $100 or whatever the fuck. That way you don't even have to uh, deal with this situation at all. And what I was going to say is, especially if this is your first like Christmas together, this is you know, it's this is still a relatively new relationship. So like, do you really want to buy this nigga some four hundred dollars shoes or Woo, there is that the fuck <laughs> y'all might not even see March together. At that point, you're gonna want them fucking shoes or whatever <laughs> that jewelry back mm-hmm. or some shit like that. So you might as well just go ahead, keep it real cute. Do give it a, a Saint Olaf Christmas <laughs> and make things by hand, you know, carve out a little little wooden heart with your names in it and make a, a necklace or a yeah. coaster. Yeah. <laughs> a little resin soap dish or something. You could really do Absolutely. all kind of things, but yeah, you don't um, have to spend a million dollars on this man. Make a mold of your penis or ass, whichever one your boyfriend would, want. would Maybe both. Yeah. I mean, you could even glaze it. You could probably 
you know, decorated festive colors, put glitter and, and such. Like you could really put a lot of personality into a personal gift for him. And it doesn't have to be this massive deal. I mean, you, there is that whole like superstition about buying niggas shoes too. Where if you buy a nigga shoes, he going to walk out your life with him. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so you might want to think about that. that too before you spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars you know, and you got the finest that Walgreens has to offer on Christmas Day. Maybe it's safest to just be like, what would I, what can I get him that I wouldn't give a fuck that he keeps if we both have <laughs> on New Year's? You know, like, get him something that, like, if y'all break up, you're not going to give a fuck that he still has it. Yeah. And that's a sad way to <laughs> approach it. But you know what? It's realistic at the same time. <laughs> because otherwise, what time, difference does it make? Trust me. As somebody who has been in a lot of relationships with women, we can really go overboard way too soon. So, like, mm. it's nothing wrong with keeping it cute for your first Christmas and then upping the ante the longer that you're together and the more you know each other. All right. Because one of you niggas is getting ready to buy a motherfucking PlayStation 5 or a new Xbox for one of these heathens. And you're going to be mad as fuck by the time Valentine's Day get here. Don't do it. You you about to spend $1,500. (laughs) You about to spend all this money on your man's Christmas and he about to get you a Merry Christmas and a kiss. And you're going to be watching uh, HBO Max on that PS5 with a new bitch come Martin Luther King Day. (laughs) But you do what makes you happy, okay? Whatever you like. (laughs) All right. Our last letter comes from Olivia, who says, My best friend recently moved out of state, but she still... She decided to still have her big 30th birthday in New York since all her close friends and family are here. I don't know why, but she is still buddy-buddy with these quote-unquote mean girls who have hated me since high school and who have continued to manipulate drama in my life over the last 10 years. Yeah. My best friend's justification for being friends with them is that we have all known each other since high school. So I still try to be cool with them and we will probably be in each other's lives forever. Although I know that they can be immature, I still have love for them. I have a very honest relationship with my best friend. (laughs) So I told her straight up, girl, I feel really bad, but I thought I'd let you know that if the mean girls are invited to your birthday dinner, I won't be able to make it. Every time I'm near them, I get triggered because they start drama or gossip or throw unnecessary shade. And I am really trying to protect my mental health and peace overall this year more than ever. I was nervous to see how my bestie would respond. But to my surprise, she said, oh, no, the girls will not be there. Trust me. Since we're in a panorama, I kept the guest list really small. All the plates have been paid for. And it's only inner circle friends and family. I was so there are a lot of O's here relieved to hear that Mm. fast forward to a few weeks later I got a text from my best friend talking about hey girl a few people have canceled and since the seats are already paid for I'm gonna fill them because I don't want to waste my money just so you know I invited the mean girls look at that I'm so surprised (laughs) I thought she would have said literally anyone else yeah I said, girl, which part of trigger trauma don't you understand? I'm not about to break bread in an intimate setting with a group of girls who have tried to make my life a living hell over the last 10 years. And I did not go. 
The aftermath, though, has been a shit show. Everybody has been texting me and bashing me saying that I'm not a good friend and that I should have been there because it's just drama and I should have just gotten over it. Even when I reached out to my best friend directly, she was being super distant and giving me one word responses, pretty much letting me know that she feels some type of way. So Crystal and Fury, please help. Am I wrong for not sucking it up and just sitting through the trash energy? Or was I right in choosing to stay away from all of it? Help. P.S. Love you guys. Stay safe, um, Olivia. Okay, so first question I think I would want Olivia to ask is, do you, someone who is legitimately feeling a sense of possible regret or concern over not supporting your friend yet again um, that you care about, even though you... As you say, you've sucked it up with these girls numerous times for well over a decade. Yet, this girl who knows that these women have manipulated you and started drama and have just been mean to you ever since high school has no problem being friends with them too. your best friend. Like, I don't understand how you are being asked to suck it up again on a, a destination trip, if you will. <laughs> it's like, y'all. <laughs> right. If you, if I got to leave my motherfucking city, if I got to leave the fucking County, and spends a night somewhere else, bitch. We're going. This is a destination trip. And so, do I want to have to be out somewhere, sharing quarters and time and energy with people that literally trigger negative emotions in me? That's nope. something that your friend got to fucking suck it the fuck up for. Why you got to suck everything up, bitch? You suck some shit up too. Why I'm the only one in here sucking? No, that's not. <laughs> That's not going to work at all. So the same way that I had to suck it up with these bitches that disrespect me every single motherfucking time that we're around them, that are toxic and weird and catty every single time I'm around them, then you are going to have to this time suck it up for the fact that I'm choosing myself and my mental health over your boyfriend, your boyfriend, over your birthday <laughs> that's going on during a fucking pandemic. I'm just not going to do Like, if her... Being like disappointed that you're not going to participate or whatever is completely understandable and fine. But trying to make you feel guilty and then other people straight up trying to say that you're a bad friend. Let me tell you something. Each one of (laughs) y'all can take it from the shaft to the base. Suck my entire dick, bitch. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all bitches are fucking talking about. How I'm a bad friend because I don't want to go around someplace where my friend knows that I will be made to feel like trash or feel small or feel insecure or feel whatever the fuck. Just because it's your birthday? Hell, fuck no. And on top of that, I don't even believe you. I believe that you had every intention on inviting Regina and them before you said that to me. I believe that you knew that they were coming and your idea was, well, let me just go ahead and say that da-da-da-da-da. That's what the fuck I feel like honey that's what i think so you know what sweetheart i won't be there and if you have a question or a concern or you would like to have a further conversation as to why that is you let me know when you get back and you've quarantined for two weeks and then we can chat about it because i have no problem letting you know the girl it's just some shit i'm not going to keep doing we're not fucking 14 year old years old anymore we don't have a fucking homeroom and i don't even understand why y'all have still spent all of this time up until now acting like you still going to sweet valley high somewhere y'all bitches have fun right like, <laughs> like this is just 
This I think it's time to stop calling this person your best friend. <laughs> like how? It's it's time. She doesn't sound like one. Right. Like it's But you sound delusional yourself <laughs> talking about something. I still got love for them. What? Wait, what did I miss? Oh no, I'm sorry. That, that was her friend's justification. Like I know they're immature, but I still have love for them. Oh, I thought that she said this about I might have said it wrong, but no, that was what her friend said. Like we're probably gonna be in each other's lives forever because I still got love for them even though they're immature sometimes. What does she do or has she ever done anything to try and get them to get off of your dick? Right. Clearly, clearly, whatever it was, if anything, it has been unsuccessful. And I mean, the fact that this girl knows how these other girls have affected you and still was fully going to have all of y'all breaking bread at the same table in the middle of a pandemic. Like, I think you just... I think it's and then and then to have an attitude like Kid Fury said afterwards, I think it's time for you to to rearrange the priority of friends in your life because absolutely yeah this uh, a best friend I mean a friend period but especially a best friend it ain't no way in the world right. you should have even been in that position the whole right. I mean I know they messy sometimes like you don't get to be messy sometimes but I'm still cool with you if you hurting my best fucking friend. I'm, I'm, I'm like, so confused. It would be like, different if y'all are just messy and I don't know the people that you be fucking with. Yeah, then I can be casually cool with you. But they harassing your best fucking friend and you gonna invite them to your birthday dinner anyway? Knowing how I feel about them hoes? Uh-uh. Why would you even want me to come to your birthday right. thing in a situation where I could possibly feel negatively affected and that could possibly affect the overall energy or mood of the trip that's supposed to be celebrating your birthday? But as you... Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Sarah Crystal, if this is your best friend, I would assume that you would prioritize their comfort right, more than anything, if anybody else who's coming right. on your fucking trip. You're going to want to make sure that your fucking best friend is good, which means either them girls that have been hating on her or been bullying her or whatever for however long, either not coming on the trip or there is a statement, there is a conversation that is begun by you, started by you, that is like, look, I don't give a fuck what y'all were doing or talking about when we were freshmen. Leave my bitch alone. Right. <laughs> Get out to New Period. York or whatever. <laughs> because I like if if I hear anything from y'all that makes my friend feel away, we're gonna have a problem because it's my birthday. You can place a back on you if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is my birthday. I want for my friend to feel good, just the same way I want y'all to, to be good. So keep it the fuck cute or we're gonna have an issue. If she can't even do that, I don't even feel like she has the right to be upset with you for not wanting to go. Right. All. And if if this is where y'all's friendship ends, and I think you should take that as a sign that you can just keep on moving on with your life because this is absolutely I would not put up with this from even a casual friend much less somebody who was supposed to be the closest person to me it's just yeah a complete disregard for your feelings (laughs) it's just not how a best friend behaves Um, and you probably it's a person who you know what I'm saying you sound like you might be a person who sort of bends to Mm -hmm. comfort 
people that you care about to make them feel or understand that you are loyal, that you care, blah, blah, blah. But every relationship is a two-way street. So the same way that you sometimes have to suck it up and bend for your friend, especially your best friend, they got to do the same thing for you. And sometimes that means you in an uncomfortable situation or they are. But it sounds right. one-sided. Yeah, you sound like a people pleaser to me. Somebody who yeah. just kind of like tries to go along with what everybody wants. But she was asking you to to put yourself in a position that was going to hurt you for the exactly. sake of her super spreader birthday party. And <laughs> you just did, you were well within your rights to stay your ass at home for literally any reason. So yeah, if mm-hmm. she can't get it, then she just don't get it. And honestly, you can do a lot better as far as friends are concerned. So Definitely. Uh, Best of luck to you as you have that conversation with her. That is going to wrap up the questions this week. If you have a question, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So guys, this episode is being brought to you by Roman. Well, news for you. A healthy life includes a healthy sex life. We know you know that because we read your letters. But if you struggle with erectile dysfunction... You may not feel like your best self. And I know you're not having your best self, if you know what I mean, or someone else's best self. So if you want help with this, Roman connects you with a real U.S. licensed healthcare professional who can prescribe the medicine that you need with Roman. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy or privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment. If medication is appropriate, they'll ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward. It's very simple. It's discreet, so you don't need to worry about people knowing all your download business. Amen. Uh, getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash the read and complete an online visit. Rectile dysfunction can be tough to talk about, but, you know, screw all of that. Roman is right there, ready and willing to help you. No shame <laughs> in your game. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and get taken care of. Just go to GetRoman.com slash The Read to get $15 off your first order of ED treatment, a free online visit, and a free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash The Read for $15 off your first order of ED treatment. GetRoman.com slash The Read, you know, grab you some fun. and Yeah, take care of that. Yeah, get, get all of that hard at work. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, y'all, don't forget this week's episode is brought to you by Squarespace, where you can turn your dreams into a reality with Squarespace. They make it very, very easy to launch your passion project, no matter what it is you care about. If it's starting a new business, showcasing some work, publishing content, selling products, whatever you need to do, Squarespace is the tool for you. They've got beautiful templates created by world-class designers, and you can customize just about anything with just a few clicks. It is very, very easy to use. If I can do it, I know that y'all can do it. And Squarespace's powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online. And they've got the analytics to help you grow your site in real time. Buying domains is simple. And if you ever need any help, you'll get it with Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support. Squarespace empowers millions of people, including us, to turn great ideas into something real. So head to squarespace.com slash read to start your free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use offer code read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain again squarespace.com slash read offer code r-e-a-d build something great and let us see it okay let's wrap up the show okay we're back now and it is time for the read yes it is um this week i'm gonna pass my read pass the read like 
And this email, it says, uh, Fabletics, bring that ass here in the subject. Okay. <laughs> the letter says, Dear Fabletics, I'm a, an 11-year veteran who is still serving honorably. I have fought for this country and played a vital role in the preservation of American and coalition service members' lives. Oh, and I happen to be a Black woman working in the medical field. Fabletics, which is that, like, athleisure company, mm-hmm. I believe, that Kate Hudson owns. Fabletics, how in the year of our Lord 2020 do you uh, do you only provide military discount to men and then have the <gasps> motherfucking audacity what? to have this as an automatic option for your customer service res- re- representatives to choose from? Oh Fabletics, you're a dumb bitch. Every member you have on your board are... P-brain simpleton ass bitches. Not that female veterans need Fabletics validation, but do you know what the fuck we go through on a daily basis? On a daily basis. Do you know how we have to fight to prove ourselves to our male counterparts so they treat us with the same form of dignity? Or with some form of dignity. And we can't get your trash ass leggings at a discounted price because we don't have a scrotum. Get the fuck out of here. For your blatant display of fuckery, ass backwards apology, and failure to accept responsibility, I say a hearty fuck you. You said what you meant and doubled down confidently. As a response to this outrage that your shitty policy was brought to light, don't start no fucking female equality initiative. Don't bring a board of female veterans to sponsor your shit. Don't switch it up to support us now. You are very fucking clear. i rather wear a dollar store plastic tablecloth in the middle of Iraq in summer with a gas mask on. <laughs> Fuck your one wash and the fabric stretched out, disintegrated ass, janky ass clothes. Oh Fuck your response. Fuck these yoga pants that I will be now using to mop up my children's spilled juice. Dam- damage control is the worst <laughs> form of apology. And you... And your sexist ass board of white people tried it. Bottom line, Fabletics, you can't turn sugar to shit. Fuck you. Signed, a pissed off badass with a pussy. It's just for, um. Wow. Just for, this is the uh, apology, if you would like to call it that, that Fabletics posted on Twitter. Says a note to our community, we deeply apologize for the recent miscommunication around our military discount, which we take full responsibility for. It pains us to have caused distress to all of you amazing women and men, in in parentheses. I don't know why the fuck they put Why did that have to be? As if any of the men gave a Okay. (sighs) Like, Fabletics... Okay, anyway, so... (laughs) To whom we are eternally grateful. Unfortunately, with the recent launch of our men's division and therefore an update to our military discount policy to also include men's products, there was incomplete information about our ongoing discount input into our customer service communications platform, which basically meant the niggas would pick up the phone and answer y'all's calls or do, you know, literal customer support for them. We're given some bullshit to read to y'all, and we're just as confused as y'all were, which is not their fault, even though they're the ones being dashed underneath the bus here. In turn, that information was misunderstood by a select group of agents, causing wrong information to be shared. We have pinpointed and corrected the issue. At Fabletics, we strongly advocate for equality for all and passionately stand behind our military, which is why we have probably proudly offered a discount to all those who serve both women and men since 2015. We would never purposely offer a discount only to men. Again, we deeply apologize for the miscommunication. So to that, most people said, kiss our asses. What kind of apology is this? <laughs> um, fuck you and your raggedy ass yoga pants. You and Kate Hudson can kiss our ass. Like that kind of <laughs> energy was mostly what it was. To me, it's just like, I don't, 
<laughs> I'm confused at a couple of things. A, how did this miscommunication or misinformation reach these agents in the first place? How did nobody mm-hmm. prior to this information being passed on catch the fact that it was wrong? And why is that not more emphasized in this situation right. here? <laughs> also, why did it take y'all so fucking long to respond to this situation in the first place? And how did nobody, nobody who received that information from y'all go, hey, so quick question. Um, says here that there's no discount for women in the military. And how seeing as how um like 95% of our consumers, 98% of our consumers are women. I'm wondering if that was maybe a, <laughs> an over mistake or oversight or kind of general fuck up because it doesn't seem to make any sense. Also, feels like it might be a little illegal. So I just wanted to run that by you before we start answering the calls for today. Like, how the fuck did this happen and was a mistake that was taking place with several people on fucking Veterans Day? And then this is the best that y'all could come up with. Ridiculous. But... Yeah, thank you to um, a pissed off badass with a pussy for your uh, your letter here, your past read, as well as the <laughs> screenshots you showed us from <laughs> poor agents that are like basically saying to these people, "Sweetie, I don't know either." And right. Like, I also believe this is fucked up, but don't make the the stretchy pants, girl. I can only tell you what they put into the computer for me to read to you when I pick up the phone or type to you when you send me a message. Which seems ridiculous because it seems like, you know, if the question is how come only the men are getting a military discount, it seems like automatically the response should be, well, fix that. Like, why is this? Why is it even a situation where customer service reps might be told anything other than that? How did we even get here? I feel like after the first or second um, person called in or sent a message, it was like, hey, so what the fuck? Right. Like, I feel like at that point, someone probably should have been like, hey, girl, so what the fuck is this about? Yeah, Not fix really. It now. <laughs> like, let's probably maybe fix this at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how long it would take to put some shit into a website to, you know, also offer a discount to women in the military especially if you claim that you've been doing it since 2015 right um but apparently it did so. and this is a brand with a woman as the face of the brand so i just like it's a bad I went, look all around here you guys <laughs> i went to fabletics.com by accident i put it in <laughs> I put it in the search bar because I was trying to find out like more information about the company overall. But it went to the website, and right there, all over the front was you know Neo Molly Ringwald, some like <laughs> famous young. It's like I don't. That should have been something oh that I was God. immediately just like, yeah. What is the issue here? Automatically, yeah. The fact that y'all hesitated on it is really what is blowing my mind here. But okay, you learned. I'm sure you know now. And there's plenty of places that people could buy yoga pants. There's plenty of places that people can buy sweatpants and and track suits and all that stuff from. So, Mm. not a good look, guys. Not a good look. Well, speaking of people who are uh, doing things that aren't a good look, remember back earlier this summer when J.K. Rowling... 
wrote that fucking blog post about trans women and it was just you know a a lot of of turfy type of bullshit um and she has been problematic about um the issue of trans women specifically for a long time if you haven't seen it then go back and um look at the well actually don't read her blog post itself but just go read some of the um just go read some of the write-ups about it because she's basically um, one of those people who uh, tries to, it's like she wants to make sure that there's a distinction between her and trans women. She has a real issue with saying trans women are women. She's that type. Well, Chimamanda Adichie did not want to be left out. Oh, right. I forgot she's on the same shit. And so she did an interview with The Guardian talking about that blog post was perfectly reasonable and JK is uh, very progressive and she clearly stands for and... Progressive. Progressive. Didn't know that word, man. She clearly stands for and believes in diversity. Okay. What? Okay. Are we all high? Like, is there something going on where everybody is just lost in there? <laughs> we, yeah, it's like we the ones stuck in crazy town. Like, you you saying these words to me like they supposed to make sense. What? Right. So, if you don't remember, Chimamanda got in trouble. It was a few years ago, I believe, for um saying that she found the idea of trans women difficult to accept and saying that gender was not biology. And when somebody was like, trans women are women, she was like, trans women are trans women, which is like, so you agree, trans women are women. But like, JK, you can't just say that trans women are women. It's like, some of y'all are really weird about your ovaries and your uterus and like just acting like it puts you in a in a privileged position or like in a better position than somebody else we know that trans women are not the same as cis women again that is why we call them trans women not to be confused with cis women however all women and it's like y'all just cannot it's something about saying all of those things together that really stands in the way so yeah chima mama decided to cape for this white woman and of course blame social media you know she blamed twitter and and facebook and instagram like all the celebrities do when they say something dumb talking about how people are just cruel and sad and if you don't say what somebody wants you to say then you get canceled and all this other shit and it's like we're not the problem isn't that you're not saying the things we want you to say the problem is that you're saying things that hurt people who you don't share an identity with and who you hold a position of privilege over as a cis woman in society not that having a uterus and ovaries makes you better but that you are in a position of privilege relative to a trans woman who shares all your same identity markers so like maybe just know that and maybe not say something fucking stupid that contributes to ignorance about these like do you have any idea what the numbers are for trans women facing violence and harassment and unemployment or underemployment or houselessness or, or, or addiction or a million other fucking things no because you only worried about your fucking self and it was bad enough when the rich white lady had to do it but for Chimamanda to chime in and be like well I don't know what's wrong with y'all because she said beautiful brilliant things and she always thinks things through and what a progressive 
Smart woman. The same woman who I love Harry Potter as much as anybody else who likes books. But this bitch just kept randomly pulling people out of the books and deciding that they was really something else. How you going to tell us after all these fucking movies and everything else that Hermione is black? The time to say that would have been when they was casting Hermione. Hmm. The, I'm like, but I'd said that her hair was like a little nappy. And so I don't understand why. <laughs> she didn't say that. Oh, like. Dumbledore is gay. Well, what the fuck good did that do us now when he did? Ben did, girl. I grieved and everything. I'm finished. <laughs> it was not one word in the book about Dumbledore being gay. I don't know what that was supposed to do for gay people. It's like she just... It was already that, because I, I don't know what else Chimamanda could possibly be talking about when it comes to diversity. So I'm going to assume that's what she meant. Like, oh, it was a couple of black kids at Hogwarts. So, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't I don't know where this is coming from, but you're just wrong. She's one of the black kids, <laughs> one of the black kids from uh, Hogwarts was literally a sports announcer as well. So, yeah, he called the uh, the Quidditch games. And then he was magnitude on community. Oh, I don't. That doesn't mean anything to you. <laughs> it does not, but okay, that's good to know. But yes, like and girl, um, oh, oh, the dumbassery. What's Kristoff's name? Kristoff on uh, Elsa and Anna. Oh, I almost typed how to get away with murder. Alfie Wes Gibbons. Well, I mean his actual name. <laughs> Oh, um, I thought that was, oh, just kidding. <laughs> His name's like Alf, Alfie something or Alfred or I don't remember. He's like the only other black person I remember being in the, in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, yeah. Alfred Enoch. There you go. That was way too hard for me to find. <laughs> yeah, me too. No. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I just feel like this whole defense of her is stupid as shit anyway. Like, who looks at J.K. Rowling's work and thinks, wow, the pinnacle of diversity. My goodness. <laughs> Such an incredible array of genders and races and expressions amongst these. Nobody. Nobody thinks that. You just, it was like you just had to make sure that everybody knew that you were still transphobic too. So, thanks, girl. Thank you so much. Yeah, she wanted to tap in and just be like, I also believe that unless you have fallopian tubes, don't talk to me about being a woman because like, but also I'm incredibly progressive and I love all people of all cultures and creeds. I'm one of the most uh, liberal and progressive people you that can you'll ever know. <laughs> I just hate when men call themselves women. Like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? It's those exact same things in the same fucking speech, and it's like you. I don't think you hoes even understand how much you're contradicting yourselves, but it's embarrassing, and you're contributing to the harm of actual trans women. So please just do better or shut the fuck up entirely. And that go for both of y'all. It's not like like if. If we were to agree that trans women are women, do you feel like that threatens your womanhood? <laughs> like, yeah, do you think that yeah. people are going to look at you and be like, well, you can't possibly be a woman? <laughs> like, I don't know what. What do you lose? <laughs> right. Like, I don't understand what the issue is here. And you're also not like 
Okay, you literally just went down the list. Yeah, but yeah, they're just—it's just ridiculous, and you're doing whatever you can to feel superior to somebody, and it's sad. So please stop being it's a fucking weird. ignorant ass bitch, both of y'all. Thanks so much. My word. <sighs> okay, and I think that is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. And quick reminder before you go, you can find the exact sneakers you're looking for on ebay.com with their authenticity guarantee. You can be confident that your pair is real. That's right, because professional authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Your grail is guaranteed to be genuine because there are no fakes, no and no doubt with the eBay authenticity guarantee. So if you're looking for shoes, go check them out and shop safely, securely, happily, and all that. Um, I believe there's still merch available on shoptheread.com if you are looking for that. And otherwise, I don't think I have any other news this week. It's been a quiet week for me, friend. What about you? I don't have any news. Um... The moral of the story this week, though, is restaurants. If your sides are good, but your chicken is not, you need to either restart, (laughs) rebrand, or retreat. (laughs) Tired of it. Tired of it. Your sides are supposed to complement the main. They are. They're supposed to work in harmony together and bring, like, a symphony of flavor into your body. If you have, like, good greens or good macaroni and cheese or mashed potatoes or whatever. But then the chicken tastes like Dasani. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> what are you, why did you do this? Why don't you just make a sides restaurant? Wasting my time and disrespecting me to my face. Hire somebody else to do the chicken. Y'all doing good on the sides. Right. Hire somebody Outsource else to come in here and do the rest. Whatever it has to be. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. On her own. Oh, okay. That's it. All right. On that note, we will see y'all next week. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once in a lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Save big money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.